Leaving a Legacy is brought to you by HipstersOfTheCoast.com and can be found on the Top Deck app every Friday. You can support the show directly at Patreon.com slash Leaving a Legacy. Magic is power. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Leaving Legacy. My name is Patrick. I'm your legacy newbie, and I am running the show solo this week. Uh, unfortunately, Jerry and I were not able to make our schedules work. And uh, in fact, this recording has been pushed back uh, later and later in the week. This is now Thursday evening. I am gonna re- I'm recording this right now in between wor- uh, work and school. Uh, so I ran home. I'm going to record this episode and then shoot it over to our... Uh, our wonderful people at uh, Hipster of the Coast, and they're going to post it up for us. But uh, getting this one in just under the wire, this is what I'm going to call a one-hitter episode. Uh, so it's going to be me. Uh, unfortunately, can't do the art one because I uh, just ran out of time this week, but I will be doing the art episode um, in the coming weeks. So don't worry. All your art submissions uh, will be saved uh, for sure, and we'll, we'll review those um, for your entertainment, I suppose. Um, but anyway, this is going to be a one-hitter episode, meaning that uh, I, there was just one topic I wanted to talk about real quick, um, and then I want to go over um, some of the cool legacy content we saw come out this past week, uh, so I can point you guys in the direction of some cool stuff to check out in lieu of a longer LAL, which I know a lot of people like. Um, so let's see. First and foremost, let's go over some housekeeping stuff. Of course, we have the Leaving a Legacy Open uh, coming up on February 1st. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Um, I'll drop the link in the uh, show notes. Uh, they also have pre-reg going up, so if you want to make sure that you get registered in time for that event, uh, you can do that as well. I'll leave the link for that, uh, which is pretty cool. Thank you, Michelle, for getting that set up for us. Um, a couple other things. Uh, our friend uh, Hackbert had sent us some information. I know that he's sending it around. He wants kind of everyone to find out about, uh, about the uh, tournament that they're running, and of course, it just... Like, Discord just blew up my phone. So, give me a moment here. Uh, All right, here we go. So, um, January 25th at Player Draw in Avondale, Arizona. It's the first Arizona Magic Series Legacy City Champs of 2020. That is quite a mouthful. You guys might want to condense that a little bit. Uh, He gave me an event page here, and it's going to be streamed. Twitch.tv slash Arizona Magic. He doesn't have a time here. Um, but, uh, I'll drop those in the, uh, the show notes as well. That's pretty cool. We love to see these, uh, you know, these, uh, local events that are getting streamed. I really think that it provides some, um, legitimacy, uh, to the events. Uh, it's definitely drives some excitement, uh, for the players because being on camera is pretty cool. And of course, like all of us love to see the legacy content. So shout out to Hackbert for that. That's great. Um, like I said, I'll drop those links in the show notes. So thank you very much for bugging us with that. I know, uh, he's been asking us for a few weeks and Jerry and I just, we just keep forgetting because we're terrible people. Um, also, uh, another friend of ours, Blur Your Face, he's also on our Patreon, um, uh, Discord here. Um, he, let's see here, he has another Legacy event, uh, the same day, at benefiting the Houston Food Bank. It's not gonna be streamed or anything, uh, but you, but he said he'd appreciate if we could mention it. It'll be hosted at Asgard Games in Houston, Texas, if anyone can make it out, and I'll, of course, I'll drop the link for that in the, um, 
in the show notes as well. So that's coming up, I guess, Saturday as well. So that's pretty cool. So a couple events there um, out in Arizona and then one down in Texas. And of course, we have our uh, Leaving Legacy Open coming up in February, which is really exciting. So yeah, all good stuff. Uh, and thank you very much for uh, for everyone, uh, you know, submitting their their events. And then that's great. And uh, yeah, so awesome. All right, well, let's get into uh, kind of like the 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 topic I want to hit on this week, I know other shows have probably talked about this ad nauseum, um, but it was something that, you know, I, I kind of made a tweet about it, sort of blew up a little bit on Twitter, and I want to just kind of reiterate my point here. Um, it was just, uh, there was so there was a tweet from Evan Irwin, and uh, it was basically just a screen a screenshot um, asking, you know, the, asking Wizards, like, what's up with, you know, no Magic Grand Prix in really the first half of the year? Like, what, what was up with that? And, um... So I'm just going to read the Magic Esports response here. Uh, this person is named Ben, but they're posting under Magic Esports. It says, um, as mentioned below, it's in order to make room for Pioneer as a correct guess. Between Standard, Modern, Pioneer, and Limited, not to mention a team event here and there, we can't always squeeze in everything we would like. Legacy, while it has a strong following in those who play it, has the lowest play numbers of any of those formats. And yes, there is a variety of reasons for Legacy's lower play numbers, including card and play opportunity availability. We have to look at what play numbers are, not what they could be. Um, so my, uh, you know, response to this was that it seemed to be a pretty uh, disingenuous statement, to say the least. Um, legacy events, uh, certainly the last the last few that have gone on, and really to my knowledge, have always been at the level of, you know, better than standard Grand Prix attendance and, and on par with modern Grand Prix attendance and... And thankfully, we had uh, one of our listeners, I believe it was JTron, had actually linked me um, a picture of um, average attendances over the last 10 years uh, for GPs. And uh, average standard attendance, this is from 2010 to 2019, average standard attendance was 1,189, average modern attendance was 1,589, and average legacy attendance was 1,617. So it, it was kind of funny to me uh, that uh, that Wizards was like, oh, you know, the the play, the attendance isn't that great. I I understand the, their point that the uh, pro, you know certainly the population of players who play those uh, those events are more clearly like there's more people playing Pioneer and Standard by sheer numbers. But if you're talking about like actual success of Grand Prix, it, I find it very hard to believe that you know. Uh, standard Grand Prix are a better move than than Legacy Grand Prix, especially when they've made an effort to have you know one or two Legacy GPs a year, which I think is I think is adequate. Like I don't expect to see that you know us to see a Legacy Grand Prix every quarter. It's just a little bit that's a little bit much. I don't think that the Legacy community in general could really come through and support that many events. Um, but I think one or two a year is perfectly reasonable. Uh, you know, to ask a perfectly reasonable ask. You know, for for the for the community. Um, you know. On top of it, you know, <laughs> uh, on top of that kind of being a bit of an insulting, uh, you know, or at least disingenuous statement, you know, the last two Grand Prix for Legacy, uh, we had Niagara, right, earlier, uh, well, I guess, I guess earlier last year that had, I want to say almost, I think it was 850 or no, nearly 900 players, right, uh, on Easter weekend, by the way, and then we had GP Bologna, which had like 1,600 players, so it, it's pretty mind blowing to me that Wizards like uh, is making the argument that there's just not enough player support for the format. That was pretty, very disappointing to hear. Um, I I thought it was a pretty bullshit answer, 
and I hope that um, you know we see more legacy uh, Grand Prix in the future. I, I I really do like the local efforts to have these events, um, and because you know. 500, 600 person events aren't really my favorite to play in, like Star City Games, or like, are fine, I guess, but for me, like, what I really like, and Ian put it in a really funny way, and I wish I could remember what it was, but just like, I want to be playing locals, playing for, for, for the prizes in our, in our uh, local events, you know? Um, I think the, the locals scrumming it out and then visiting another, another, uh, uh, you know, tournament scene is really really fun you know you get like the your best players and you go down to hostile territory and trying to take their prizes i think that's really fun i think what's less fun is like you know 500 players descending upon worcester all from different parts of the country playing for prizes I, that to me that's just a little bit less fun it's just i don't know i know I'm, I'm gonna catch some flack for this and i know like when we had bryant on the cast he was much more about finding like the highest uh, caliber opponents to play against. And, like, I totally get that. That's just not, you know, that's not where I'm at in my, you know, kind of where I'm, it's not where I'm at when it comes to playing Magic. For me, it's a lot more about the community, a lot more about the people you're playing with than finding the best players to play against, necessarily. Um, it's the same reason why, for me, like, Magic Online just doesn't, I've tried so hard to get into Magic Online, and I just do, it just doesn't do it for me. You know, like having the physical cards in my hands, um, you know, having the face-to-face interactions with people, uh, hanging out with my buddies and like getting drinks afterwards. Like that is to me, like that's the magic of of the game, really. Uh, it's not so much about, you know, I want to go play against the, t- you know, the top one percentile, you know, or the, you know, the, the 99th percentile players, whatever it is, you know, although top one percent. Um, so anyway, so that, that was just kind of my, my, my view on that. Um, I know I we had a lot of support. Uh, people kind of feeling the same way that again it was a bit, a bit disingenuous and um, certainly not backed up by facts. At least not the way that it was stated. Now, if they don't want to support the format, I just wish they would just come out and say that, and then we can just move on with our lives. But I think it, at the very least, like I want to fight for. I l- at least wanted to let my opinion and my desire be known to, to the company, or at least to somebody. Or just to the the you know the vacuum of Twitter, I guess it's really what it was. But um, like I said, it was probably it got a lot of people talking and had a, the last few days my phone was blowing up with people replying to it and stuff and and chatting about it. So that was really cool. Um, but also, let's see, there was some really good legacy content that came out this week. Uh, this week in legacy, again, shout out to Joe Dyer. He's been uh, he's taken up the mantle of that column. Uh, they had a really good one this week about the. Uh, I mean, I just wanna, I'm actually going to pull up the article real quick because I want to get the the name right because this this uh, legacy, it's the Buffalo Chicken Dip Legacy Three, uh, chasing the. It's called chasing the golden chicken. So, um, it was really cool. Uh, it's it. Joe. So Joe was talking about his uh, local tournament. It's a Buffalo chip <laughs> Buffalo Chicken Dip Legacy event. Um, and uh, he talked to the TO, who is Robert Wilson. Again, another one of our listeners. And Robert was uh, very nice to give us a shout-out in the uh, interview he did for the article as well. Um, but, I mean, honestly, Joe has been doing such a phenomenal job with these articles. I really hope that you guys are taking the time to go to MTG Goldfish and and going over these articles and sharing it with people and, you know, sharing it with your local legacy group, um, you know, sharing on Twitter and sharing on Facebook because it's really uh, – he goes deep. He goes really deep in these articles. This article is like, you know, most articles you see put up by, uh, 
you know, put up a, as a weekly or biweekly thing. Like when you look in your phone, it'll say it's going to take you, ten, you know, five minutes to read, ten minutes to read or whatever. It'll tell you the general. This article is like is beefy. It's going to take you a long time to go through it. It's not just it's not just pictures of decks and like a little a little blurb about it afterwards. It's like it's pretty serious. Um, so I just want to shout, shout out the, I mean, he, this is a lot of hard work. He put a lot of work into this, uh, into these articles and I think it's, I think it's fantastic. So shout out to Joe and shout out to Robert for, uh, for getting this, um, the Buffalo chicken dip legacy event going. I think it's awesome. Their trophy is sick. It's actually like a golden chicken on, on like, uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. So shout out. This is a great, it's a great, uh, seems like a great event, great trophy, uh, great name for an event. Big fan of that. Uh, so check out the uh, the article. It's on MCG Goldfish. It's called This Week in Legacy, The Golden Chicken. And uh, I'll link that in the show notes as well. Uh, the other thing I wanted to chat, chat about was the dead format actually had Wilson Hunter on this week. And Wilson's one of my favorite uh, Magic the Gathering podcasters. He's been uh, uh, in hiding for a while. I think uh, his love of pinball games has gotten the better of him, and he hasn't gotten out into uh, into the podcasting world of Magic, at least, uh, for quite a while. So it was great to hear him on the podcast. They talked about a lot of stuff, but mainly sort of the way that uh, the way that Watsy has been approaching bands lately. And one of the things I really like about Wilson is that his ability to... Uh, something that is not my strength, clearly. His ability to formulate his uh, opinions and arguments in a way that um, is very easy to follow, you know, he obviously puts a lot of work into that, and just, and, you know, of, of course, Tom and Ian were also just, just delightful on the podcast, so if you have a chance, I'm sure if you, if, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you listen to the Dead Format, but if you haven't heard this one, check it out, it was a really great episode, and, uh, yeah, it was awesome, um, so that's really all I have, again, like I said, this is just a one-hitter this week, uh, you know, so I'm trying to point you guys in, the, in a, you know, in the direction of some really other good legacy content. So there's a, a tournament you guys can watch this weekend, uh, this week in legacy with Joe Dyer, and then also the dead format. So that's some really great content you guys can dig your, dig yourself into and, uh, enjoy. Um, so yeah, so let's see. Uh, so for me, uh, so obviously like I, I talked about the podcast last week and, you know, we had to put down our family dog uh, recently, so that was a, a pretty big bummer. But then this week we bounced back. It was Liam's birthday, so that was pretty exciting. He turned eight years old on uh, Wednesday, so that was cool. I took the day out of work uh, to stay home with Luke because, um, um, well, it, it, for, for anyway, took the day out of work in the middle of the week, which is kind of cool too. So I got to stay home for, for his whole birthday and see him off to school and pick him up and stuff. So that was really cool, so... Yeah, he's uh he turned eight. It's pretty pretty wild, and uh, so yeah, that's I guess I guess if there's gonna be a scoops and poops section, uh, scooping in the top eight would be Liam. Uh, it's pretty exciting to see him turn eight. Uh, his his legacy goblins deck is done. I, we just gotta sleeve it up and hopefully get him out to some local F and M's. Uh, I, I don't think I want to take him out on like a Wednesday night. It's a little too late for him, but I would like to see him play against some other people. So uh, he's he's really uh really into the into the game. So I'd like to see him play play a little bit. Um, but yeah, I guess that's it guys. Uh, you know, and I really appreciate you everyone hanging out. Uh, sorry, this one couldn't be longer. Really want to do the art episode because, uh, the funniest thing about it to me was that it seemed to be extremely divisive with our listeners. Some people loved the art review episode and some people, uh, I didn't get any, any messages about not liking it, but Jerry s- said that some people really didn't like the episode. And I don't know if it's because I drank too much or didn't drink enough or they just didn't like my opinions on art. All those things could be definitely a good reason to not like the, not like the episode, um, but uh, but yeah, so that's that's what we're gonna do. 
I'm gonna save that one uh, for <laughs> for next time. Uh, next time Jerry is not available to make it, and I have to go do another solo solo recording. Um, but yeah, so I appreciate everyone hanging out for the one hitter. Um, uh, let's see, was there anything else? Oh, you know what? Um, Persh eighty three did ask on the uh, the questions for the show. Uh, he wondered if I could drink a different alcohol in each art review episode. So last last time I did vodka. He said maybe try red wine next. And I have to. I hate to burst your bubble. I don't drink red wine. I don't drink beer either. Uh, so my liquor consumption is limited to. Uh, I like vodka. I like rums. Um, I like some whiskeys, like some more mild whiskeys. I, I'm, I really dig Jameson. Um, and I, I'm not like a huge tequila guy. So tequila is not really something that I'm going to be drinking on. But I guess we can rotate it between, you know, vodka and rum and, and, uh, and whiskey, I suppose. Um, but I do like, I do like vodka because vodka is such a nice drink because it, it's, you know, it's just, it's so utilitarian. It doesn't have a flavor to it. You can mix it with anything and it just, it's a high enough proof where it just, it just does the job. You know, I, I've, I found myself like having to drink a lot of Jameson to feel the same way I do drinking a, a much less significant amount of, of vodka. So, um, you know, I, I do like the, the, uh, <laughs> the effectiveness aspect of vodka over other kinds of, uh, of other kinds of liquor. Um, but yeah. And then, uh, as far as poops this week, I have no poops. Uh, actually I'm going to poop on just this episode. Cause like doing this podcast by myself is not nearly as much fun as, uh, as like I'd want it to be, you know, uh, one of the best parts of my week is getting to talk with Jerry about magic and, and, uh, this is like uh, it's kind of a bummer just doing it in my empty room by myself. I don't even have my headphones plugged in because I'm not talking to anybody. It's just myself, so it's kind of a weird scenario. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you want to uh, follow us on Twitter, you can. It's at LALMTG. You can find Jerry at JMEE3RD. You can find me at Pat Uglow. The stream, which, again, February 1st, we're streaming. Uh, it'll be twitch.tv slash leavinglegacy. That'll be Leaving Legacy 6. I can't believe we're at number 6 already. Uh, you can find us on Patreon. We really you know, appreciate all the people who have upped their um, their Patreon donations. It's a huge help for us in the podcast. Again, it helps us you know do stuff with the show that we wouldn't be able to do normally. Um, and that's uh, patreon.com slash leaving a legacy. Uh, you can go to hipsters of the coast. Yeah, that's where you can find our episodes. Join the Facebook group. That thing has been just growing and growing, uh, slowly, slowly, but surely. Um, I think we have over 2000 members in that group now. And honestly, the, um, the discussion there is at the very least, uh, civil, but it's all, I think it's also very productive and people really, people really enjoy the Facebook group. So very thankful for that, by the way, that's an amazing, amazing group to have. And, Someone ref someone recently referred to it as like the legacy community sounding board. You know, I I, I think of it as like the if you go to like the grocery store, there's always that cork board near the exit, and there's like a bunch of like random shit posted up there, like pinned up there. People's business cards and flyers and you know guitar lessons where you rip a tab at the bottom for a phone number. That's kind of how I view the the leaving a legacy Facebook page. It's kind of like um you know it's like. Just that community cork board, I guess, you know, it has that kind of effect. So that I really dig that about the group and, and you know, really appreciate that. Yeah, over 2000 members in that. That's crazy. Um, and yeah, I guess I guess that's it for the week, guys. Uh, email us leaving legacy to the coast dot com and shout out to Justin Lutz. He's our audio tech sound engineer and uh, not available to record to edit this episode because I am going to edit it immediately after recording because I put procrastinated it until Thursday evening. So but shout out to Justin. He's awesome. And uh, 
And yeah, that's it. We're going to catch you guys all next week uh, in preparation for the uh, LAL Open 6. And, uh, you know, be good to yourselves, and uh, we'll see you soon.